If you're looking for ways to prioritize your health and fitness, run more efficiently, understand food, and somehow fit it all into a fun and family-centered life, you're in the right place. This is the Real Life Runners Podcast, and we're your hosts, Kevin and Angie Brown. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Now let's get running. everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today on another episode of the Real Life Runners podcast. We are your hosts, Angie and Kevin Brown, and this is episode number 19. And today we are going to be talking about running with a group. Um, when I first got into running, it was all the way back in high school. And so I naturally got in as part of a group. It was uh, it was a very big group, the, the cross country team at my school. Um, it was one of the more popular teams. There were like, I don't know, 70, 80 of us on the team. There were a it was lot that of, big? there were a lot of us on the team. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, and when you got into running, I definitely started as a solo runner. I just, I started running by myself and I, it's really only recently within the last six months that I've actually started running with a group. Right. And I think that that's probably a, a pretty common entry for a lot of people. Like running is not a, a very difficult thing to get into. Like the entry point to become a runner is not very tricky. Put some shoes on, head out the door, and move faster than walking, and now you're a runner. Right. But I think that, you know, like you said, there's definitely kind of two different types of people, and you and I kind of are good examples of both of those. You know, there are people that start running at a younger age on a team, and then either they continue running you know, with a team or with a group, um, or they kind of transition more into a solo runner. And then there's people like me that did not run in high school or, you know, on any sort of team. And I started off running by myself and only recently, you know, just found a running group of, of women that are amazing that I absolutely love to run with. Right. Whereas I, I found as I, as I was a runner, even when I was on the team, like all the way back to high school, I definitely headed off on runs by myself. Yeah. Like there were, there were days where I would take off and I'd be with people for the first like three to five minutes of the run and then I'd be off on my own. I enjoy, you know, what, what gets the stereotypical loneliness of the long distance runner. I prefer to think of that as like the peaceful calmness of the long distance runner. Yeah. I think. You know, when you and I used to talk and I used to ask you of about why you liked running so much, because back at that time, I did not understand why you liked running so much. <laughs> you did not like running at all. I did at not. That point. <laughs> like, what do you like about it? And I remember you telling me that running was basically like a form of meditation for you. It was a way for you to get out in nature and just clear your mind, which again, I still don't understand how you do that because I'm a woman and we don't know what it's like <laughs> to clear our minds. No, but um, in all seriousness, I remember you telling me how, you know, it was kind of your way to connect to God in, in a, one way. It was a, a time for you to connect to yourself and just kind of listen to your body. And it was very meditative and in a way spiritual for you. Right. This was also why you didn't quite understand how I was able to go off for runs of, you know, at least an hour or more and not bring music with me. Yes. I would just go off and run and you're like, but, but 
put some headphones in. Shouldn't you have something? And they're like, no, you just kind of go off and run and you just let your thoughts go or you let your thoughts just disappear. And time just sort of goes. It's a very calming process. At least it is for me. Right. I do a lot of runs where I like it to be calm and quiet and I just go off and, and enjoy my time off and running. Yeah. And I, when I ran by myself, um, and even now on the runs that I do by myself, I always listen to music and now I listen to podcasts or audiobooks and that kind of thing. Um, but it was very, very rare that I ever went out for a run without something in my ears. And if I did, it was because I couldn't find my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm starting to get into that where on most runs where I'm getting out there, I, I'm listening to something. I know. You know, there's a, a lot of books that I've gone through or podcasts or whatever it is. And it's nice, but I do like, you know, every once in a while to head out without headphones, without anything and, and to still just <laughs> be able to have that time. Yeah. But I think it's funny the way that the reason reason that you started running with headphones to begin with. Do you remember this? Oh, yes. The reason I started running with headphones is because we had our, our baby. Yes. <laughs> and if I headed off on a run, the only <laughs> songs that were stuck in my head were things like Wheels on the Bus. Right. Or like the, the music from the toy that the the kid was playing with oh, at the time. that's exactly what Remember, it was. Remember like that little musical turtle that yes, she had? I was going to say it was the turtle. Yeah. <laughs> it was the turtle with all the different instruments that it played. I can right. still get that song in my head. And the song was on loop and it, it, it only lasted like 10 seconds, right. which is not okay when you're going for like an eight to 10 mile run <laughs> to have a 10 second song stuck in your head. Right. And that's so not I, okay. Yeah. I remember you coming back from one of your runs and you were like, oh my God, I think I need to start running with music. And I, I said, why? What happened? And you're like, I had that song stuck in my head the entire time yep. for an hour running. I was, it was only that. <laughs> yep, that was, that was it. That was the reason it has to stop now. <laughs> That's probably why I can, I can pull off runs without music at this point in time, right. because I, that song is not stuck in my head yeah, anymore. We've passed that, that toy onto another child. Yeah. The kids are, <laughs> are kind of out of that phase of the musical toys um, now, which is nice. So maybe that's why you're able to kind of go out and clear your head again. <laughs> Yes. De depends on what kind of music the kids are requesting in the car of whether I can then go out for a run that afternoon with or without music. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so it's kind of funny, you know, how you and I basically have almost switched places. Um, you know, me starting out solo running with music and, and stuff. And, and now I've kind of found my love of running with other people and running with a group and you kind of started out with the group and now have transitioned to more solo running. So it's kind of funny how we're kind of opposite in that way. Yeah. So I think today let's start off by just talking about the benefits of training with a group because there are a lot of benefits and I'm, I'm learning them daily. Um, training with the group that I've been running with lately. And, and number one is, you know, there's that accountability factor. And I think that's one of the main reasons that a lot of people even join a group um, is they know that if someone else is waiting for them, they are more likely to leave their house and get out the door that morning because they don't want to let that other person down. This is super helpful if you're trying to transition into a morning runner, Yeah, which uh, it, it helps. Like there are a lot of benefits of being a morning runner. It gets everything's done in the morning. You don't have any other obstacles coming up, but it's tough to get out of bed, especially if it's cold or rainy 
tiny to get out of bed. Knowing that someone is sitting there waiting for you, that they expect you to show up and be their running partner that day, that helps you get out of bed in the morning. Absolutely. And when I first started kind of running with the group, it was really, I found a running buddy and it was just the two of us out on our runs. For a lot of our runs at the beginning, um, we now have a much bigger group that we run with, which is awesome. But that you know, just knowing that I can't let that person down because there was no one else coming; it was just me. You know, so that accountability definitely got me out of bed in the morning and really forced me into being a morning runner again. Because Kevin used to be the morning runner of the group, and I would kind of run later in the day. Um, but now that I started training again, I know the importance of that morning routine and and running in the morning to keep consistent. That's extremely important. Yeah. Now we have to battle with each other about who gets to go run that morning. We don't battle. We just have assigned (laughs) days that we do. We arm wrestle the night before. (laughs) And sometimes I win. No. So anyway, um, but yes, so number one, that that accountability. Number two, I think, is safety. That was another thing. That was another main reason that I joined the group was safety because I knew I wanted to start running in the morning, but I did not want to run in the dark by myself. And when you run at 530 in the morning, it's still dark outside. And I know that every time I passed by a bush, I was just like I was nervous out of my runs by myself because you hear stories. So when you're with a group, even if you're just with one other person, like you know, there's safety in numbers. And I think that that is a huge benefit of running with other people. Yeah, no, that's an enormous benefit. Um, you know, I, it doesn't really hit my mind that I, I need to be safe when I'm heading out there running in the dark in the morning. You know, my, my safety is put on the blinking light and make sure that I've got a reflective vest and I'm good to go. But it makes me feel better to know when you're heading out running at like five o'clock in the morning that you've got a pack of girls that you're running with. Yeah. Like people don't mess with the pack of runners coming in. They just, they don't. Right. Right. So Another nice thing, so number three would be, um, you know, being able to share your running knowledge, um, your share, share your love of running with other people. Everybody's got running stories. You know, when you head off on a run and you've got some time to pass, it's going to start with running stories. I mean, I'm sure there's stories of family and other random stories. And- you've clearly never run with women before <laughs> because there is all stories about families and craziness and drama and yes, all of that. <laughs> My main running group is a group of 15 through, when did I stop being on a team? 15 through 22 year old guys. Yeah. Those are my, that's my group. Well, that was your group that, when you were, when you, when you were that age, yeah, not that now. Was, that was my main running group. So right. no, there was not a lot of stories about our kids. No, definitely <laughs> not. And, but now there definitely is. I know, you know, for, for me, um, the friends that I've made in the running group are just number one amazing people. And it's funny um, how well you get to know people in a very short amount of time. You know, when you're out on a run, like we, we kind of joke around that like all the walls come down at mile six. You know, there's just nothing's off limits after that amount of time. Like when you're out on your long runs and stuff, like we talk about everything. And it's amazing because it's basically like, you know, what's said on the run stays on the run, kind of like Vegas. You know, it's you can get it out there. You can complain about whatever you want to complain about. You can bounce ideas off one another. You can celebrate things with each other. Like it's there's just an amazing bond that you form with people when you're running distance with them. 
Yeah, I mean, the, the, you're exactly right. The walls come down. So whatever it is that you're sharing, you form this huge connection with people. You're sharing, whether it's related to running or life or your business or general aspirations you have. If you have questions about anything, you get less nervous about asking questions of each other when right. you've already been running with them for an hour. You're just like, hey, you know what? I got a question for you. Yeah. And here it comes. It, it's, it's a great way to share knowledge when people aren't making a lot of judgments about whether that was a good question or a bad question. It's just this unfiltered sharing of knowledge. Yeah, totally. And that's one thing that I have just found to be absolutely amazing. Um, being a part of the group that I'm in right now is just how much the people kind of all just support each other. They're there for each other. We inspire each other. I mean, it's just such a, an amazing group of people that all come together. And that's another, um, point of an, another benefit of running with a group is you find people that are like you. You find like-minded individuals that are out there, that are committed to their training, they're dedicated to their health and their fitness. And when you surround yourself with those kind of people, it's so much easier to be that kind of person yourself. I completely agree with that. I mean, it's, it, I mean, there's, there's evidence in all sorts of things that if you surround yourself with positive people, you become a more positive person. Mm -hmm. But if you surround yourself with runners, if you're not sure, you know, we just started the new year. There's, I'm sure a lot of people that are like, Ooh, what, what kind of new year's resolution should I have? I, I hope to become, you know, more consistent with my runner yet yeah, surround yourself with other runners. It's just naturally going to happen because you gain the connection with them. So you want to spend more time with them. Well, you want to spend more time with them? Go run. It, plus, you gain the inspiration from them. Mm -hmm. You see the the bounds, the the leaps and bounds that they're moving forward in their training, and and it inspires you to say, "Hey, what could I do with my training?" It's just such a great group of people to be with. Yeah, and that's what we're finding too. And um, the other nice thing about it is when you run with other people, like Kevin is saying, like it inspires you to be better, right? So. If you're running with someone that's faster than you, that person can help push you to get faster. And then you can do the same thing for somebody else. So it's you, you also have that also. It's, it's much easier to run faster when you're running faster with someone else versus just trying to find that push within yourself. Oh, the, a long tempo run by yourself is really tough. Yeah. A long tempo run with a group of like five people makes it so much easier. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, no. but at least you've got some other people that you know are also feeling that pain and you want to just try and stay with the group. When the, the challenge is stay with the group as opposed to make sure my watch keeps clicking off good intervals, it's an easier challenge. Yeah, definitely. And like that's kind of like what we talked about in last week's episode of taking it outside of yourself. You're able to run better and push yourself more if you're focusing on something outside of yourself. So that could be, I'm going to stick with my friend. Or that can be making sure that your friend runs well. Yeah. I've done this one in coaching where you can see a kid kind of late in the race. It looks like they're about to fall off a pace and their teammate is right behind them. And 
don't try and make it a, a challenge between the two of them. Be like, oh, make sure you stay in front of so-and-so. You tell that kid in front, make sure that the kid behind you runs well. It is your job to make sure that they're not slowing down. And they can't see the kid behind them. So they can't tell that their teammate's feeling awesome and they look terrible. Mm-hmm. So I've always been like, you know, oh, the kid behind you, he's really struggling. Make sure, get him up with you and make sure that you're running. Suddenly, it's not on them. It's on them to make sure that their teammate runs as fast as possible. Yeah. And they forget that they're hurting anymore. Yeah. Because it's their job to make sure that that kid runs fast. Yeah, totally. It's awesome. It's bringing in that social accountability. It's, yes. you know, it's, it's working for something outside of yourself. And, you know, there's been many research studies that have shown that people are willing to do more difficult things for other people versus for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. The team mentality is huge. So that's a lot of really great benefits of being able to run with other people. But there are also challenges that come when you try and run with other people. Absolutely. And I think number one um, is the fear of being judged um, by other people because there's a lot of people that don't have the confidence um, when they first join a group. I know that I was definitely one of those people. I never wanted to run with other people because I was too afraid that I was too slow or that I wasn't actually a runner or that they were... That's the worst. Yeah. The the whole idea of what makes somebody a runner. Yeah. You never considered yourself a runner. And you know what it means to be a runner? Put some shoes on and go run. Yeah. That's it. You've done it. Right. I know. But, you know, there's a lot wrapped up in that identity as a runner, which we've kind of spoken about before. And when you don't necessarily consider yourself that way and you see other people as runners or as real runners and you compare yourself to them, that can be very challenging to then break into a group like that. Right. But once you do it, you realize that you've got this this whole thing built up in your head and that uh, runners, <laughs> one, one of the best personality, like one of the best characteristics of runners is they're generally really nice people. I agree. Are very welcoming of others. Right. Especially other people that want to run. Yes. You know, there's a lot of people out there that just want to help you become a better runner. And I mean, that's why. Here's two of us right here. That's why (laughs) we're doing what we're doing right now. So I think that's a big one is just that fear of, of maybe not being a runner or not matching up with like the quality of the runners in the group. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely a fear that I'm sure a lot of people have. And it's, it's almost always unfounded because the group is going to be welcoming. They're going to be welcoming. They're going to encourage you to get better and faster. And if you don't want to, they're going to encourage you to just enjoy being who you are. Like that's, that's what makes runners awesome is they're just generally very supportive people. I agree, but it is true that not all groups are as welcoming as we might like. And well, that's true. If that's not your group, then go find another group. You know, I mean, ultimately, there's going to be a group out there for you. And maybe you might have to go through a couple of them first to find the one that you match with. But ultimately, there's a group out there for you if you want to become um, a runner within a group. It just takes some time sometimes to find it. Right. That's one of the challenges. That's one of the major reasons why I don't run with a group is the the challenge simply of finding a group that matches like your goals, your ability, your distances, and your schedule. It oh, needs to yes. hit all of them. Yeah, your schedule too. That's a big one. That's why sometimes large groups. I know the the group that I'm a part of currently has over 200 members, and 
different people make events throughout the week say, you know, I'm running five miles at this place and this is our pace. And so people kind of throw that out there so you can kind of find a group that matches with your distance and pace, which is so great. Yeah, I, uh, I I wish I had more people that hit up my distance and pace because then, you know, if, if there's a lot more options out there, then I could I could find people. I could hit up somebody and be like, oh, maybe I can catch them on a random Wednesday morning before school. Right. Yeah, for you, since you're so fast, I feel like it, it's tough for you to sometimes find other people that match your distance and pace abilities because you are – you know, very, in my opinion, very elite, you know, especially for local runners. I mean, you're not a professional runner, but you're still a very, very fast, um, local runner. That's my title. I am local elite. You are local elite. (laughs) Yes. So, you know, for you, if you were to run with a group, you would have, um, the challenge of maybe running too slow for your ability. You know, maybe in order to keep up with the group, you would have to kind of slow your pace down, which, which would then not, really give you the benefits that you need for your training. Right. I mean, one of the big benefits of being able to go with a group is finding people that can help you push. Not all the time, because you still want to make sure you have recovery days. We'll cover that in a second here. But you want to make sure that there's something about the group that's helping you push and reach for potential. And so if you you go with the group all the time, you always feel like you have to hold back to run with other people. You're definitely not reaching potential that way. Right. So that could be definitely a, a negative. But on the other hand, you could also run be running too fast for what you should be doing just in order to keep up with the group. That was me in college. I, I, I walked onto the team and it was great. And I mean, I looking back on it, I always go back and forth about whether I would still do it, would I have done it differently, would I have not done it at all. And it really, it changed my running life. So I think it's had a lot of huge positives, but I was definitely in over my head. Yeah. Like I was... I was pushing myself when I got the the letter in the mail before my freshman year from the coach that said, our standard running pace will be between six and six thirty per mile every day. Wow. I was like, Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And 10 to 12 miles a day. And it's like, wow. When your recovery day is 12 miles at six minute pace, that wasn't my recovery pace. Right. So I was definitely in over my head. And so I never recovered on recovery days, which means I could never push on hard days. And every day was just grueling. So you can also, you can be in a group that is beyond you. Right. Well, not only just grueling, but then it led you essentially in that into a cycle of injury because yes. your body just wasn't recovering and and you weren't getting faster because you couldn't push hard enough on those fast days or like on the hard workout days because you weren't recovering on the slow days. Because <laughs> I was killing it every Monday. Right. Like Monday was such a physical challenge and it just set me up to just be spent through the rest of the week. So Monday, the, the top guy on the team who I really enjoyed running with, I like to go and run with him on Monday. But that very often meant like about 11 miles, just under six minute pace. Ouch. And he could do it and casually, you know, do Carry it. Carry on a conversation. Exactly. He's <laughs> chatting. And, and then he would crush it on Tuesday where we'd have our workout. And I was just crawling into tr- Tuesday's practice and my legs wouldn't work. Yeah. And it was like, okay, now it's five times a mile. And I'm like, whoa, okay. 
I guess we'll give it a shot. Right. And I just, I couldn't keep up. Yeah. So it's also why some people um, have multiple groups that they train with. Mm. So they have a group that they can run with on recovery days and they have a group that they run with on days where they're trying to push themselves. Mm -hmm. So there's different groups that they fit into depending on what they're trying to get out of that day. Yeah, that makes, that's an excellent point. Having multiple groups really does help to solve both of those problems. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So Another thing that I've kind of noticed in my group as well is, you know, everybody has this, they call it FOMO now, you know, the fear of missing out. So (laughs) when people are talking about their training runs, or in my case, there's the Facebook group. So people are posting about their runs here and there, and you look at other people's runs and you look at what other people are doing. And sometimes you're like, well, should I be doing that? And, you know, or maybe I should be doing that. Like, am, am I not running fast enough or am I running too fast? Like you, you start questioning yourself and your training because you're comparing yourself to other people. Yeah. This is, this is one of the big downfalls of a group. It's great if you enjoy just going out and being with people and you're like, all right, I guess I'll do whatever the workout is for the day. And it's just kind of fun. But if you have very specific race goals, you need training plans that are guiding towards that race. Whatever the plan is, you need a single focused plan to go for it. So if you've got your plan and then on Tuesdays when you go with the group, you run with their plan and then on Thursdays you're with a different group and you go with their plan, your body doesn't know what it's doing and there's too many training plans. It's it's literally too many cooks in the kitchen except there are too many coaches in your head. Right. You're not going to get much faster. Yeah. You may get a little bit, but you're not reaching potential. Yeah, and I mean, I have 100% faith in you as my coach and the in the training plan that you've set up for me. But I even still find myself questioning things sometimes. And and I like I said, I have 100% faith in you. Like I know that I'm on the right training plan for me. It's doing what it needs to do. I'm getting faster. Like I'm reaching all my goals. But it's still sometimes hard when you see other people doing other things. Well, I mean, there's also there are specific things that I don't have in your training plan that I would probably put in other people just because I know you. Right. And I'm like, well, I could put that into her plan, but she doesn't really need it. Or I could put that into her plan, but she would find it really boring right. or being an, an, it'd be just annoyed by it. Mm-hmm. So there are things that I specifically avoid in your plan. Yeah, because you know me very well. So the other thing that I've found to help me kind of counteract that is like I have my plan and so on any given day I know what I'm doing and I basically say okay this is what I'm doing anyone is welcome to join me in that you know and if not cool and that was tough for me to get to that point to to say okay it's going to be okay if I fall back behind the group because I need to stay at my recovery pace and everybody else is kind of pulling ahead of me like I want to run with them but if they're deciding to run faster than me on that day it took a lot in, of for me to just allow myself to fall back and not feel the pressure to keep up with them. Yeah, I wish somebody had smacked me in the back of the head and told me that back when I was in college. <laughs> hey, you can't run with him today. Maybe give it a shot tomorrow when it's a hard day, but today's supposed to feel easy and your heart rate is at about 195 right now. Yeah. So it's not an easy day for you. Right, that, right. That would have made a huge difference. Yeah. So I think that those are kind of some of the main challenges that Kevin and I have experienced when wanting to train with others. But 
Honestly, overall, I think it's such a positive experience. I have gained so much from running with a group in in general, and I, I can't really recommend it enough. So if you are out there and have, if you've been thinking about maybe joining a running group or trying something out, I highly recommend just going out there and finding one of the running groups in your area and just go out for a group run. It's going to be a lot better than you expect because I think a lot of times we build things up in our heads and we come up with these very scary scenarios of how we're going to be rejected or how we're going to be left in the dust and nine times out of ten that never happens. Yeah, if you're looking for a good way to find a running group in your area, find the specialty running shoe store. That's true. They either have a group that they organize or they know how to get you in touch with the people who organize the group. Mm -hmm. That's usually your best bet. They're full of all sorts of knowledge. Right. Or you could just do a a regular Google search and just put in running group in the name of your city um, or even a Facebook search because nowadays there's a lot of Facebook groups set up around running. Local running clubs have Facebook groups, even if they don't have a website. So you could do a Facebook search also for to find a, a local running group in your area. One more thing I really wanted to cover on running with other people is, especially in the world of technology we we live in, the ability to have a running partner that you have never even necessarily taken a step with. What do you mean? I mean, I don't run physically with other people, but I would say that I have two very good running buddies. Okay. Okay. These are people that you connect with on a, on a running level. You're one of them. Me? Yep, you. Aw. And uh, the guy who drives, who I, I go into work with in the morning, like my, my carpool ride in, in the morning, who is also a runner, happens to be an ultra marathoner, and right. that is that is not my world. That's a whole different level okay? of training. He trains way farther and at a, at a much slower pace than I do because he's in a totally different race level. Right. Those are my running people. And these are people that I connect with. These are people that I can share running highs and lows with, even if I don't need to take a step with them. Okay. I like it. That's really cool. Um, because yes, you and I will never run together. We probably. used to do it on treadmills on right treadmills, next to each other. Yes. Yes. But I mean, our paces and our distances and our goals are just completely different, but, um, that's cool. I like what you say. You, you can still get running support from someone, even if you don't actually go out on a run with them. And, and, and that's so true. That's it, so true. It holds so many of the, the benefits. It holds mm-hmm. the inspiration. You can right. share knowledge. Yeah. It, once you start going off, you can on- share your run. Like you can tell me, you know, I had a great run today. Look, we talk about this all the time. Like, how was your run? It was great. Or this happened or that happened or it was not so great. And this is why, you know, we talk about that all the time. Right. And it really helps the accountability. Yeah. You know, I mean, your running partner, mine happened to be very local, but your running partner could literally be on the other side of the country. Yeah. As long as you both know that you're supposed to have that run in this morning, when you chat later in the day, the question's coming up, hey, how did your run go? Right. You don't want to go, oh, I didn't do it. Yeah, that's true. There's an accountability just by having a running buddy somewhere. Yeah, it's different, but it's definitely there. Mm -hmm. I love it. I think that about does it for today on the uh, pros and cons of running with a group. Hopefully you realized how much both of us see great benefits out of this, whether, um, you know, it's Angie who's running more and more with a group or me who's running less and less with other people, but both of us still really see huge benefits of running with other people. If you enjoyed this podcast, please 
uh, consider leaving us a, a review on iTunes. It really, it really is special to us, and we read all of the reviews. Absolutely. And if you're in the mood to check out some training plans um, or just to join our email list, so you can be notified when new posts come out and new information comes out, head on over to our website at realliferunners.com and put your email address in so that you can be added to our group and you can be for the first to know when new stuff comes out. Have a great week, runners, and we will catch you guys next week.